ready today. I'm finally getting around to do what I want to do, and I'll be glad to get rid of you guys where I can go do it and say I'm going to do one interview a day, and that's it, and let me go coach. Let me go do what I want to do. Ah, the king. Just wants to go coach the football is all. Let the guy do what he wants to do. Which is not good to the SEC, I guess, right? <laughs> That's uh, exactly right. That's funny. The King. Um, a little hesitant on the move, to say the least. Well, yeah. I agree, You know, and we've touched on this, but I agree with the vast majority of what he said, except I believe that... Lincoln Riley is scum still. <laughs> I believe that the move in a couple of years, we're not going to be looking at who to blame for it. We're going to be looking at who to celebrate for it. think it's going to be awesome. Ooh, well, that's an interesting conversation. Who's that name going to be? Well, I think the only – Jackson Arnold? It's Joe Castiglione, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know who else could be responsible. Like Joe Castiglione and the university president are about the only two people that could – could make sure. those, that type of decision. So, uh, Steelman and Thune at noon, they had on Bill Haston today of the Tulsa World who interviewed Barry Switzer for that article we've been yeah. talking about all week long. Um, here's one short audio clip of how Bill felt after talking to Barry by God Switzer. He didn't say, I am for it or against it. He did not. But, it, you know, you don't have to... Uh, do a lot of uh, reading between the lines to figure out he's not a fan of it. So he never came out and said he's for it or against it, the SEC. But as Bill said, and I think he's right about that, if you read the quotes and the comments, you can pretty much figure out what his opinions on the matter are. Yeah. And I think he goes on to say, talking about Bill there, that you know he sees what Bama and Georgia are doing in recruiting, and maybe that's where kind of his hesitancy lies, which I, I went back and looked at the numbers today, by the way, um, just five stars in the past five years. Um, tell me if any of this surprises you. OU's had seven five stars in the past five years, okay? Okay. That's compared to LSU, who's had 11, Texas, who's had 10, A&M has had 15, and then you have Georgia with 23 and Alabama with 26. Yeah, pretty massive discrepancy there. It is, it is. Um, there's no doubt about that. Florida, by the way, has only had two five stars in the past five years. I believe that to be a fireable offense, but I guess that's neither here nor there. I I know that we've we've just had seven, um, but I still believe that there's going to be a there's going to be a boost. From us joining the the SEC, we're, I, how many guys did we compete with this year in this signing class that's just just been completed? How many guys did we beat? You know, Michigan's and Alabama's and Georgia's and you know, this is the first real time that we've looked at some of those battles in recent times and, and been able to win. Them. Oh, Macari Vickers, a defensive player, beating yeah. Alabama. Um, you got in early on P.J. Atabari, which really helped, but Ohio State was trying to get in late. Georgia was always trying to get there. Michigan was always trying to get there, and he had some interest in a couple of those schools. There's but, several guys yeah, that had sure. offers from all Peyton of those Bowen, schools. Peyton Bowen, of course. Yeah. Um, it was more Notre Dame and Oregon, but you beat NIL for that one, which right. may be more powerful than beating a Bama or a Georgia these days. Who knows? In recruiting. So, I, what did we end up with? What did they did they call it three? Yeah, five so twenty three class. OU had three. Georgia had five. Bama had nine. LSU had two. Texas had four, and A and M had two. Yeah. So, like this recruiting class, like, and, and I get it. I understand where all this is coming from, but you know, there's more teams in the SEC than Alabama and Georgia, right? But. Do you think it's interesting that the top four recruiting classes in the country were in order, Alabama, Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma, right? Now, I don't think it's going to be that way every year, but I think it's going to be close to that every year. I mean, if if OU is going to get a an SEC recruiting bump, if that's going to happen, then – 
this is not the last top five class we're going to see in the next three no, years. And, and I don't expect Oklahoma to have more five stars than Alabama or Georgia next year, but I expect us to be a little bit closer. You could be third on that list. And I mean, I, you're not I, that far off from LSU. You've got more than Florida, and there's a little bit of a gap between you and A&M, but I think they're going to come back to the pack a little bit. I, 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 expect, I expect us to start chipping away, right? And, and getting a little bit closer. Are we going to get closer right out of the gate? No, not necessarily. But, you know, one thing that, that we're probably going to continue to do, at least for the time being, is find portal guys with the right characteristics, experience, production, and add those guys in and supplement our roster. And I think it'll be fewer and fewer as your roster gets better and better. But you know, I, I think that's that's something that we're going to be able to do. We've got the momentum of going to the SEC uh, on our side. We've got momentum of our standalone football facility that is is going to be getting going here soon. We've got a lot of good things going recruiting wise. So I, we're not there right now. I get it, but who wants to stay in the Big Twelve where we're never going to get there? No way. We'll never bridge that gap. No way. It's just not going to happen. No. I'm sorry. I uh, got in a recruiting rankings five-star rabbit hole before the show today, yeah. so I dug out the uh, five stars for those SEC programs the past five years. I also looked at the uh, state of Florida the past five years with five stars since we talk about OU success in that state so much. Um, I, I found it amazing that Florida's had 29 five-stars the past five years, and combined, dude, Florida, Florida State, and Miami have only got seven of those 29 five-stars in their own state the past five years. Isn't that nuts? Wow. Florida, Florida State, and Miami combined just seven. Miami's gotten three, Florida State two, and Florida two. Georgia and Bama are the ones, uh, all those SEC programs, but mostly Georgia and Bama, they're the ones getting those five-stars. So it's, it's, it's open season in the state of Florida right now, the most talent-rich Boy, state. I'll tell you what. The uh, the honey hole of Florida right now, the last thing anyone in the SEC wants, or us included, is Florida State to get rolling, or yep. or even Florida or Miami to get rolling, because like twenty nine and only seven stayed. Like I could very easily see that flipped to where. 22 stayed in those three schools, and only seven went outside the state, right? Well, I did uh, – Parker and I started the show yesterday with uh, recruiting sleeping giants. Who would one be? And I said, uh, I think it's Florida State because I threw away the sheet of paper. But, like, their last six classes go something like this. 19, 20, 22, 23, 19, 20. Like, they've been recruiting in that range. But then, like, the four years before that – it was three, five, three, six. So when Florida State gets it rolling, like yeah. they're they're getting top three classes. They're getting Florida kids. Let's see, what year did they win? Was it twelve? They won a championship. Thirteen. They won a title. Thirteen. They won a title. So let's see what it was. Is it usually the year before the they win a title that the numbers are big? It's, or is it? Well, it'd be the year after, right? That they win a title. So you got to look at like fourteen and fifteen. Okay, fourteen and fifteen. Um, they are they're number four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two five stars. Shocker, Alabama's one, which you know we all we all expect. And uh, Bama's got ten uh, number one classes in the last thirteen years. So you can you can pull up any year you want, and you're going to see Alabama at the top in most of those. Uh, Florida State was number three in twenty fifteen, and they had four or five stars. Uh, number two was the University of Southern Cal. So, man, those days may be done for them. We'll see. Seven oh four. If those Florida programs can't get them, will OU be able to? Well, they signed three out of the top thirty this year, and you were in on Troy Bowles. I mean, you lost out to George on that one, but you may have finished second. Um, yeah, I mean, OU did get to them this year, signing three of the top thirty. Three of the top thirty, um, and the Vickers. Venables said that he's the best player in the state of Florida. I thought he said that about Lewis Carter. He said that about Vickers. 
Or was it Louis? Was it okay? Yeah, Lewis yeah. Carter. He said that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Well, that just tells you how good both of those players were that they got out of the state. So, yeah. Um, and I think they'll continue to to hit Florida hard. Continue to hit Texas hard, and and some different honey holes they've got here in between. Sean said, "What did Sean say? I didn't click on his name right. What was Switzer or anyone questioning the move, either out of fear of competition?" or fear of change, plan to remain nationally competitive in, in athletics with the financial gap that's going to exist between the SEC, Big Ten, and everyone else? That's a great point. There's not one. There's not a plan. The plan is, well, we got to recruit better. Well, I hate to tell you, I don't think we're going to recruit better unless we go to the SEC because that is the trump card that every one of those schools that we actually won against this year – has been able to hit us with. But now that we we can recruit to the fact that we are going to the SEC and Venables was adamant about using that, they can't use that trump card against you anymore. So I I, I don't know what the plan is. You money, I look at this schedule that we've got this year. Look at the schedule. Are 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 donors coming out? Are are season tickets being sold are people you know lining up to see our home schedule of arkansas state smu iowa state ucf west virginia and tcu uh, no I can confirm that they're not lining up no it's not happening we over the last decade in the big 12 we've been able to hold on and win the conference and that's done us more damage than anything because it gave us a false sense of security that our facilities are fine. We're Oklahoma. Uh, you know, the, the coaching pool is fine. People want to come coach at Oklahoma. Our recruiting is fine. Players want to come play at Oklahoma. Meanwhile, we're getting further and further away from the last time we've won anything of significance on a national scale. And we continue to see... What was it over the last five years, all of the five stars? We've had seven compared to Alabama, Georgia, 26-23 between those two. A&M. Had 15, man. A&M has – Third most. Texas A&M, who's accomplished nothing, nothing as a football program, has more than doubled the amount of five stars that we have as a blue blood program over the last five years for only one reason. They're in the SEC. Yep. AM has more five stars over the last five years than Texas. Yeah, to be the eight of those came in the twenty two class, but still I mean still, the numbers are the numbers, man. They they got two this year. Right. They got two this year. They they've gotten a five star, at least one five star. Actually they've got multiple five stars four out of the past five years at AM. So I that's a great text, and it's a great point. There is no other plan. Well, we'll just win the conference and see what happens. Well, I, I for one, don't think that that's a very good plan. And I also think that it stinks whenever it comes to generating interest in your own program. I agree. 405, people acting scared to play in the SEC make me sick. Bring it on. We can hold our own. I'd rather play at Georgia than home against Missouri. I agree. Like, what are P? Pe- I understand what people are scared about. They're scared about a lot of things, but I think one of those is the consistency that won't be there on a year in, year out basis. Well, that, that may, not, I guess you don't know, that may not be there. But how many times have we asked the question? And we did so several times after LSU won the 2019 title, remember? It was, what would you rather have? LSU's past 19 years where. There's peaks and valleys galore, but they've won three titles. Or would you rather have OU's consistency where there's only one title, you're winning the conference every single year, but you're not reaching the highs of highs like LSU is? And I felt like most people said, give me the national championships. Give me the titles here. Yeah. that's that's. I mean, this, this is your best road to winning a national title, joining the SEC. Yeah. I really cannot be convinced otherwise. And I don't – you know, I don't, I don't know – what is is there is there a fear of becoming just a 
another team in the SEC of becoming a um I don't even know who who you would say like an Auburn, Auburn yeah. or or someone like that. Yeah, perhaps. But like what's the other side of that? Do do people recognize nationally what the dialogue is about Oklahoma? No one cares about the amount of games that you've ripped off, uh, 10 win seasons. No one cares about your winning streak that you had, what, 70 years ago or whenever that was. I, people don't care about that anymore. What they care about is championships, winning big games against relevant opponents on a national stage, and we haven't done that. The narrative about Oklahoma is not good right now, and – you can continue to hide from it and play in a conference of, of like I think the Big Twelve is a good conference. I, you know, I don't want to sit here and slander the conference. I think it's competitive. I think year in year out, a, a team or two rise up and put together really good seasons. There's good football here, but it doesn't move the needle nationally. It's good football that not that many people care about. Yeah, unfortunately, it, it doesn't move the needle nationally right now, but it did. 20 years ago, right? And that's another point of those that are afraid to go to the SEC is that OU historically, there's been multiple times where they've played in the best conference and they've won national championships. OU made a rise in two years, Teddy. They went from like a four-win program to a national championship team in the toughest conference in college football in 2000s. I'm sure there was a time where the Big 8 was considered the best conference in college football. OU was winning national titles then. This will not be the first time ever, if it happens, that OU's been elite while playing in the best conference in the country. In fact, the times where OU has been elite is when they've been in what was considered the best conference in the country, correct? Well, yeah, that's and it it's not just it's not just us. It's everyone else in the conference at the time was perhaps the best that they've been, right? and the most consistent that they've been. Has it helped Texas to be in the Big 12 over the no. last decade? That, that, I mean, that is an interesting thought is, do you go back, back to the past, you know, 30, however far back you want to go, has anyone ever been, like, consistently a, an elite program and done so in a bad comp? I guess Clemson here recently would technically qualify as that, I guess. But well, the worst the ACC has become, I don't necessarily know that it's well. That, yeah, helps Clemson. Yeah, you know, I, whenever Florida State, whenever they finally got over the hump and beat Florida State, that like that's what it like really pushed them to to get into the next level. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Listen up, folks. Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman is ready to hire you. The construction is starting on our new service facility, so we're looking to hire service technicians now. This is a huge opportunity for anyone looking for a career with guaranteed growth. The Big 8 was the best conference. Okay, so I'll trust Sean on that. Sean knows what he's talking about. That kind of proves the point, right? OU has, every time OU's been considered elite, They've been either the, in either the best conference or a conference that is considered elite. Now, some might say, well, but what about 2008? Um, the SEC was starting to make its rise, but if you go to 2009, man, after the 2009 season, the Big 12 had played in five of the previous seven national championships. Right. I would think that the Big 12 was still considered elite after that 2009 season, though the SEC was starting to make its charge. Well, I mean, you can also – what, Nebraska – when did the Big 12 start? 96? Yeah. Uh-huh. And what they won in 97? They won in 94, 95, and split in 97. 97. So you won a championship in, in 97, 2000, played in it in 01. 01, forgot. 03, 04, 05, 08, 09. Yeah, man. And, you know, there is a little bit of, you know, chicken or the egg here. Is it was it the best conference? Like, did you end up making it to those because you're in the best conference, or was it looked at as the best conferences because that's whenever you really had it going and 
you know, I, I think there there is a little bit of that there, but still. I think it was the best conference, though, before OU got it going, the Big 12. Yeah, because you still had Nebraska. K State had its best years. Texas was Texas starting to figure it out there with Mac. Um, I mean, you, you still had a lot of teams that were playing really well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't know, but the point really to me is interest, financials, your own fan base's interest, recruiting, I. There was never a time in the Big 12 where the the draft to the NFL was so lopsided towards the SEC. Uh, and it has been uh, – and people bring it up every single year how many SEC players are drafted to the NFL compared to every other conference. Uh, you You cannot overwhelm that. Nope. Whenever there's two kids, or excuse me, whenever there's one kid, even if he wants to come to Oklahoma, everyone, his family, the coaches at other schools are saying, you can go there, but your chances of getting drafted are not anywhere close to what they are if you come to the SEC and come here. Hard to fight that. You just, yeah, it's it's overwhelming. And, and it, it's just the... You can break it down to however you want. Like the the atmosphere at games, whenever you're hosting recruits, think about the games we're going to be hosting recruits at this year. <laughs> yeah, get like, all the visits in, during dude. The summer. It pisses me off. What recruit is going to be excited to come in and watch the the Oklahoma Iowa State game? I and, and I say that with with respect to Iowa State. I think they've done a really good job lately. I know the the win loss record last year was terrible, but I Iowa State is a, a good football team. They built a good program there. But we're talking about trying to get five star kids from Florida and Texas to come up here. You think they care about watching us play at Iowa State or UCF? Or West Virginia? No, no, that's why everyone's got to get loud during the kicking for chicken during the timeouts. What they what they want is they want to come to Oklahoma whenever you host LSU where they're from and where they're also getting recruited and watch you beat LSU on a 7 o'clock kickoff whenever it's number 5 versus number 7. That's what they want to see. At 11 a.m., you forgot to mention the 11 a.m. Good point. Yeah, no doubt. Which you can't even get in. You play your football game on Friday night in Ocala, Florida, and you're trying to get to Oklahoma for an 11 a.m. kickoff against UCF. Sorry, I'll just go to Tennessee where they're hosting Georgia this week. Not at 2.30, by the way. Uh, 918, Dixie in Tulsa says, If you want to be the best, you have to consistently play the best. Disappointing to think Switzer would think otherwise. I don't think he thinks otherwise on that. He's just hesitant on... Just the, the whole move. Yeah, and, and I think he recognizes the difficulty. And that's the other part of this. I I, I am not naive to the fact that there is risk involved here, right? There's risk involved with making that move. There's risk of, do you know how many people want us to go to the SEC and have another 6-6 six and six year so they can all point the finger at us and say, see, you are you've always been a paper tiger and and winning a, a bad conference. There's a lot of people that want that. But you know, that's why Venables has been adamant about all of the investments that they need to make into the program with facilities, with with coaching staff, with all of the different things that they've got going on right now. Uh you say that there is a risk going into the SEC. Yeah. Yes, that's true. We can all acknowledge that. I would say that yes. But I think there's a greater risk of not going to the SEC. Ooh, I like how you did that. With the ever-changing landscape of collegiate sports where money is king and everything that's happening in the SEC, you'd be in much more danger in terms of losing out on money, losing out on interest, staying in a conference like this. This isn't the risk to me. The risk would have been staying behind when these mega super conferences are being formed. Right. That's that. That'd be that's the risk to me. Yep. I, I'm serious, man. Like interest wise, if OU, if we were sitting back right now and watching USC and UCLA go to the Big Ten, 
If Oregon and Washington go to the Big Ten and the SEC would have snatched up, say, Clemson and Florida State, how PO'd would everyone be right now? I know there's some worry and concern on the text line. Dude, it pales in comparison to how people would be freaking out right now about these other schools going into the Big Ten and the SEC. It would be bad around here if OU was not in the position that they were in. I love this. Um, The Sooners will be the Nebraska of the SEC. The laziest take that there is. Maybe. I, I don't, I don't see the like. There's no, there's not a lot of parallels between the two. Um, I, Nebraska is is in a totally different situation with where they are, like just geographically as far as like recruiting. You're recruiting. You're trying to get top players to come to Nebraska. That's difficult. It's you know Oklahoma has a long tradition and has continued it of like, even whenever we've been in the Big Twelve we've had some solid recruiting classes. Uh, we just landed the number four recruiting class. When's the last time Nebraska had a it's top been five recruiting twenty class? plus years? And that's why I don't like the text of well, how do the Power Five moves work out for Nebraska, Missouri, Arkansas, and A and M from a competitive standpoint? I don't think that you can compare OU to the likes of Missouri and Arkansas and A&M and even Nebraska. Like, they're not comparable programs. Like, OU and Nebraska were comparable, I guess, for a time. But even during that, OU was beating Nebraska on a regular basis with Barry Switzer. So, I, I, I just don't think that you can automatically say, well, it didn't work out for them. It won't work out for OU. I think the circumstances are, well, are different. Oh, from a competitive standpoint? It says, how did, how did the move work out for those schools from a competitive standpoint? Well, outside of maybe Nebraska, it's been the same for Missouri, Arkansas, and Texas A&M for the majority of their histories, sure. right? Yeah. It's the exact same. What's the difference? They're making way more money. So what do they care? You know. And I bet their fan interest is a lot higher than what it would have been if uh... – they were in the Southwest Conference before whatever conference they were in previously, if that were to be the same today. I don't, I don't know, but... If, if, if you want to ask yourself how well it's worked for Texas A&M, drive down there and take a look at their facilities that they've dumped somewhere around a billion dollars into over the last decade. They've done some incredible things. They've been able to recruit. Still can't win, but I... It's been the best thing that's ever happened to Texas A&M. Now, Missouri, not as much, but you know, right out of the gate, they were competitive when the East was down and Georgia was down and Florida was down and Tennessee, but you know, they haven't been able to hold on to that. So it's just it's not it's not the same. I love uh, just all these SEC texts that are happening right now, and then you get like the random text. Uh, this time next year, Nick Anderson will be an All-American. <laughs> totally, totally random yeah. from Sugar Shade in Newcastle. But, hey, it's it's on there. The hot take's on there for Nick Anderson. Yeah. Mizzou's been to multiple championship games. They've been to two, yes. Yeah, but it's been a while since been they've been to one. It's been a long time. And like I said, the East was was not what it is right now. It was totally different. Isn't that wild, though? Like, Florida's only had two five-stars the past five years. I think that's a fireable offense. And I know they have a a second-year head coach now, but Florida, Florida State, and Miami only having seven combined five-stars out of the uh, 29 five-stars in Florida the past five years is, golly, that's wild. Yeah. That just tells you how bad they've been. Um. I also saw a text message. It kind of got lost in the shuffle there. Uh, it was another nine one eight. Or I feel like we're getting. Uh, I think we're getting some Oklahoma State spam. Uh oh. Which you know, here's the thing. I, Oklahoma State wants Oklahoma to fail, go into the SEC, and wants to convince themselves that it's going to be horrible for Oklahoma. And I get that. I do. But I the. And I guess you can do both things. You can be you can want them to fail, but be happy they're going, which is probably the case because I think Oklahoma State has a chance to thrive without Oklahoma and Texas in the Big Twelve. But someone said, uh, uh, "I'm glad Oklahoma could contain themselves after beating Kansas State and not storm oh, the court." Oh, rushing the floor. Yeah, I did see. That. Here's the funny thing: they did rush the floor. 
Everyone that was in the stands rushed the floor, which was nobody. Which was the two teams that shook hands after the game. They were all on the floor. That was yes, it. That was it. They did storm the floor. That was good stuff. Well, don't fill the arena like you did for the Oklahoma State game, I guess. Maybe that lulled Kansas State to sleep last night. I don't know. Yeah. But, hey, what a win. What a win. It's big time. Top 15 win. Let's go. Big time. All right. Late for a timeout. Quick break. More from the rush coming up. Keep the text coming. I see him flying in. 651-3439. We'll be back. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Listen up, folks. Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman is ready to hire you. The construction is starting on our new service facility, so we're looking to hire service technicians now. This is a huge opportunity for anyone looking for a career with guaranteed growth potential. We offer sign-on bonuses, excellent benefits, and fast-track training. Our goal is to help you succeed. Call Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman or go to LandersCDJRNorman.com today. Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you too. Armstrong Bank, strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Sooner Nation, don't miss your chance to catch double the sports action with this exclusive basketball ticket offer. For a limited time, you can purchase four tickets for $40 to the Sooner Men's Basketball Game versus TCU on March 4th. With your ticket purchase, you'll also receive same-day access to the Sooner Men's Gymnastics Meet versus Michigan. To purchase this special offer, visit Soonersports.com hoops or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. All right, man, you heard it. Let's move, 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 move. Find your Sooner coverage fix with the home of Sooner fans on your favorite social media platform for questions of the day, upcoming show interviews, show highlights, and more. Oh, look at that, an alert. I'm probably trending already. Search for KREF Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives. This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. If you're looking to buy a new electric vehicle, call Wade Electric today at 405-329-1940 to schedule a free estimate. They have extensive experience installing different types of EV systems and would be happy to get one set up for you. Get charged up by calling Wade Electric today, 405-329-1940. West Yalagosny Law is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer? A WYG communication is a priority. 
West Yala Gosney Law, 405-800-8080. That's 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Store number one is. Uh, I've just got one here, but it's got multiple facets to it, and I want to see what you think. Major Sounds League like current events. Uh, no, 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 no. Major League Baseball, I guess this is current. They are um, they're right there, ready to report, start getting ready for um, – for the uh, the preseason stuff, and we've got some new rule changes in Major League Baseball, Tyler. Go figure. Pitch timer, okay? And for those that don't know, here's how it's going to be. There's a trying to get an, a quicker pace of play. A 30-second timer between batters, and between pitches there will be a 15-second timer with the bases empty and a 20-second timer with runners on base. Pitcher must begin his motion, deliver the pitch before the expiration of the pitch timer. Don't hate that. Okay. Don't hate that one. Uh, I I agree, and I'm going to be interested to see how this works, if batters try and work that on pitchers. I mean, there's going to be gamesmanship somewhere. Um, defensive shift limits. Defensive team must have a minimum of four players on the infield with at least two infielders, infielders completely on either side of second base. These restrictions are intended to increase batting average on balls in play. Um, I'm normally the one that says, dude, just figure out how to keep your hands inside the ball and hit it the opposite way. But I they guess they don't want the, to. They uh, will absolutely not do that in the major leagues. I, I know. For whatever reason. So I, that annoys me a little bit, but okay. Now, right. here's, here's the final one, and I think this one is the most interesting bigger bases. <laughs> Those bases look like the balloon they shot down last I week. Know. Those things are massive. The bases, oh my god! Which traditionally have been 15 inches square, will instead be 18 inches square. Home plate is unchanged. Um, you know, they think that. I don't. I guess there there's questions about what exactly this is. This is going to do um, a modest impact, perhaps on stolen bases, but. You know, four-and-a-half-inch reduction in the distance between first and second base, it doesn't sound like much. No, that's significant, man. But, like, that's the difference between almost every close play at second, isn't it? I mean, seriously, that is significant. And and not only that, but you have more of an area to slide now with the bigger – That's right. You're you're harder to tag Tag now with that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see exactly how that one ends up working out and really I guess all of them does this actually create a better pace of play uh, more balls being put in play offensively and uh, more runs being scored but there you go uh, we found out yesterday I guess that New Mexico State their basketball program yeah. has basically canceled the season they've also fired their head uh, head coach Greg Hyar is that how you say that anyway here is uh, what happened in one season uh, under Greg at New Mexico State There was a brawl at a football game involving his players. Nice. One of his players killed a student. Multiple incidents in which three players hazed a younger teammate. Program forced to shut down its season. And they were 2-16 and in league play. So, we thought Urban Meyer's tenure in Jacksonville was bad. But Greg may have uh, outdone him uh, out there at NMSU. I mean, I think a lot of people are saying uh, how bad that is. But the first thing I'm thinking of... What a content machine, right? <laughs> Come on. I, I doubt the uh, the media they're covering New Mexico State basketball has ever been more high. And you know there's a large contingent of media out there uh, in Las Cruces covering Huge. New Mexico State. Yeah, Huge. That's, that's interesting. Uh, how about Juju Smith-Schuster huh. acting like a punk yesterday? Now, I got to admit, as a Philly hater, those Valentine Day cards that everyone does and releases are really, really funny. And the one that said, I'll hold you when it matters most and putting the Eagles player that held on that critical fourth down play or that third down play, I guess, was really funny. But Juju Smith-Schuster tweeted that out yesterday. He was the player that got held on that play and nobody in the NFL liked it, including A.J. Brown. First off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. This is lame. You was on the way out the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one deal, uh, one year deal, TikTok boy. He admitted <laughs> that he grabbed you, but don't act like you like that or ever was. But congratulations again. Right. And he I, got hammered for that. Yeah, it's one of those that was like funny in the moment, but guy, you just didn't foresee the blowback being way worse than the uh, 
than whenever you put it out there. A couple of cheap laughs. Uh, did it end up being worth it? Doubtful. But who knows? Alabama will have a Marine on their roster this year. Yeah, Saban, saw that. Saban's looking for a bounce-back season. He's going to a 26-year-old Marine by the name of Kobe McNeil, who played defensive line at Colorado State last year. He will play tight end at Bama this year. I remember um, we talked about this in – I think it may have been in things that caught my eye at some point because he uh, – like there was a little bit more to his backstory. I don't remember it all, but we definitely talked about it. He was – as I remember, it showed him on the sideline, and he's a big, big-looking dude, looks the part, 100%. So Going to play tight end. All right. Have fun with that one. Uh, last one, best names – of the 2022 college football season, according to 24-7 Sports. Uh, Tater Reed, who was an offensive lineman from okay. UAB. Yeah. Juice Scruggs, an O-lineman at Penn State. Yeah. Dylan Dethridge, an offensive lineman Ooh, at Western Michigan. Nice. Tiger Shanks, an O-lineman at UNLV. <laughs> that sounds like the golf course he's going to be playing sounds, at this weekend. Sounds like commentary from tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Panda Askew, an offensive lineman for Charlotte. Why is it always – Offensive I don't know, but it's it's majority <laughs> O-lineman here. Jager Bull, a tight end from Wake Forest. Nice. Our own General Booty, quarterback at Oklahoma. Tank Bigsby, who is actually a pretty good running back at Auburn yeah. this year. Yeah. Uh, DeColdis Crawford, a wide receiver at Nebraska. He's no longer there anymore. Boogie Knights, a wide receiver at ULM. What? Yeah, Boogie Knight. Wow, okay. A- and uh, <laughs> Fat Watch. Uh, Fat Watts. Spelled P-H-A-T, wide receiver at Tulane this wow, year. Wow, amazing. General Booty, obviously the best one on there. I think it's funny. The uh, Oh, gosh. I'll have, to, I'll have to look it all up and bring it back. But do you remember the – there's like the meme of uh, the heavy set black kid that's like – he's like looking up. Yeah, he I'm, got an NIL deal. Yeah, right? he's – With Popeyes. He's a uh, he, – this is his freshman year. He's yes. going, he just yeah. signed somewhere to play college football. And, and, and Popeyes gave him an NIL deal. I think it was Popeyes. Yeah, it's amazing. that's right. Because I, I think they call him the Popeyes kid. I think. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Good stuff. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. You're home for Sooner fans. You'll feel good about Landers. How good? Huge Silverado selection good. And our best deals every day good. Like up to $6,500 off MSRP on select 2022 Silverados with a 2.7 liter engine. And $2,500 off MSRP on the new 2023 Malibu. So let us show you just how good your experience can be at Landers Chevrolet of Norman and LandersChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must finance with GM Financial. For well-qualified buyers, WAC. You're simply the best. Riverwind is the best place to play this February. With all of your favorite games and the best service. Plus our $75,000 love to get away giveaway. Earn entries for your chance to win cash, prizes, and travel vouchers. And five times entries on Thursdays and Sundays with drawings on the 11th and 25th. So if you want to get away, it's time to come to Riverwind. You're simply Weight loss surgery is more than a procedure. It's a life-changing experience. At Norman Regional's Journey Clinic, our goal is to empower our patients so they can achieve their fullest potential in health and in life. Our nationally accredited program offers support through every stage of your weight loss journey, giving you all the resources you need along the way. The path to a healthier you isn't one you have to walk alone. Call 405-515-2049 or visit journeyclinic.com to set an appointment and discover if Journey Clinic is right for you. Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you too. Armstrong Bank, strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Swing into Autumn at the Falls. We have units available now just in time to get settled before it gets chilly. Have a great workout indoors at our 24-hour fitness studio or enjoy the fall weather at one of our two dog parks. The Falls offers luxurious two and three bedroom apartments with in-unit laundry hookups, stainless steel appliances, huge walk-in closets, and more. Call our locally owned and operated community at 405-701-8233 or go online today at thefallsatbrookhaven.com to schedule your free tour. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are the Carlstone, a 55-plus active living community in Norman, Oklahoma. Make new friends or reconnect with old ones. Start a brand new hobby or rediscover the things you've always loved. At the Carlstone, our professional and caring staff members have over 80 years of combined experience, and we strive to keep our members healthy and happy. Call or visit us online today and start living your best life at the Carlstone. Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years, Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste, because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ed Council. Does your disability make it harder to find a job? Yes, absolutely. DRS can help. DRS is Oklahoma Department of Rehabilitation Services. DRS empowers job seekers with disabilities. Who really want to work. So employers like us really want to hire them. Now we're taxpayers. Contact DRS. DRS can help. Contact DRS, 800-487-4042 or okdrs.gov. The Mont invites you to come by and enjoy our high-quality food and drinks in our historic atmosphere. The Mont has won numerous awards, including Best Restaurant in Norman, Best Appetizer for our Great Queso, Best Exotic Drink for the Original Swirl, the Best Patio Dining for our beautifully landscaped patio. Come see the Town Tavern, OU football scoreboards dating back to 1947. We'll see you at the Mont on the corner of Boyd and Classen, or call us at 329-3330. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. We're inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. I, I guess there wasn't a whole lot of turnover in the SEC this year in terms of head coaches, but, buddy, that was not the case for offensive coordinators. I count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten new offensive coordinators in the SEC this year out of the 14 teams. Bama, Arkansas, Auburn, Georgia, Kentucky, Missouri, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Tennessee, A&M with all new OCs. And there was an interesting um, interesting point that, uh, that I saw earlier today. It's, you know, the SEC, if they move to a nine-game conference schedule, that means half the teams in the league will acquire one more loss. I mean, just kind of out of, out of math, right? Like, what does that mean going to – what is that going to mean for expectations? And the point was, well, it's not going to change expectations for anybody – but it might change how long some certain head coaches are there if you're getting dealt one more uh, loss per year, potentially. Which means, you know, the, the buyout game is still going to be strong in the SEC moving forward. Yeah. You know what I think is interesting? How difficult it was for Bama and how difficult it looks like it's going to be for Notre Dame. Right, there's... Lebby wanted to stay. Um, Washington's offensive coordinator wanted to stay. Utah's. Utah's. I think that's interesting. I don't know if it's – I don't know what's going on there. There was a very long ago that people would have been falling all over themselves for those jobs. 
And is it the 12-team playoff? Perhaps. I I don't know. I'm interested to see, like, if we continue to see that it's it's a little bit more difficult to just for the top teams to go out there and just poach whoever the heck they want. Well, do we know if Georgia had a tough time or not? Because there was certainly some rumors that they were trying yeah. to go after Jeff Lebby as well. and They end up going they, within. Was, was Mike Bobo? He was already on the staff, right? Right. So, yeah, they just hired from within. So, I wonder if they struck out more than we realize. Yeah, I don't know. But I, it, is, it is an interesting observation. It's interesting, and, and I don't know if that's just anecdotal or if there's actually something to it. Um, you know, like if you're at Washington and you're offensive coordinator – you got to look at things and say, dude, there's about to be a 12-team playoff. Like, do I really want to bail and go somewhere where I like it here? You know, we've got something good going. Expectations are somewhat realistic, but we've got some good opportunity on our hands. You know, same thing with Utah. Same thing with, you know, some other schools around the country. I think there's just a lot of unknown at this point of what exactly the 12-team playoffs are going to bring and – I, for one, feel like there's going to be – I mean, I don't know that it's going to be drastic, but I think there's going to be way more teams that get a legitimate foothold in in recruiting and being viewed as, um, you know, big-time football. I guess the two teams that had the easiest experience hiring OCs this offseason, Clemson had a good experience hiring Garrett Riley – but TCU did as well getting the OC away from Arkansas. You know, you're, yeah. you're kind of hearing that uh, everyone wants to be in the SEC right now. Well, Ken O'Briles didn't. He was, he was running to that opportunity at TCU, which is, which yeah. is fascinating. It is. You know, I, I don't know. I'm just – I'm interested. Like, right now we view the four teams that make the playoff as the best of the best. Like what? What are the comments going to be about the 12 teams that make the next one? Is, is that going to be like the new bar? Is that going to be somewhat viewed as the the four teams that make it now? I mean, I know that the final four is always going to be better, but I don't know. I'm I'm just interested in narrative. All right, quick timeout. We've got the final hour of the rush next. Fourteen hundred a.m. KREF Norman Moore Oklahoma City and ninety nine point three FM K twenty five seven DA the Ref Sports Radio Network. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Do you know the harmful effects mold can have on you, your family, or your work?